Uh, Andrew Ferentz joins us on the AT&T hotline. AT&T, the official wireless provider of the Stanley Cup champion Boston Bruins. Our conversation with Andrew is brought to you by Dave's Top5.com, an online directory of outstanding local businesses. If you're a local business, why use the yellow pages when you can be found on Dave's Top5.com? Check it out today, Dave's Top5.com. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Good morning, guys. Uh, are we witnessing, and I hate to start with the cliche question, but we have to, uh, a, a, soup, uh, a Stanley Cup hangover? Marshan thinks we are with your team. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the exact definition I, I know that we're, we've had some close games, and we've been a bit frustrated that uh, we haven't been playing as good as we can. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just going through a, a frustrating little stretch right now. If you had to identify a reason why you're tied for last place in the Northeast, is it because during these games there's been a lack of energy or a lack of execution? Execution, for sure. Uh, we've uh, they've been sloppy games, and, and I think the consistency that we had last year, um, just I mean shift to shift, just having some sustained pressure and some good plays, um, we've we've been missing that. Uh, you know, there's been little spots here and there where we've had uh, a couple good shifts or a couple good back to backs, but uh, nothing sustained. Did so you that, did you see this? Not us. Did you see this coming uh, during the preseason? Did did you think oh, we got some problems here, but maybe it'll just get better by itself organically when the regular season starts? No, we were actually playing better in the preseason. I think uh, we had some uh, we had more rhythm. I think to our game, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know, I think uh, you know some of that can be. Uh, you know, we, we've gone through it before as a team where where you tr- almost try too hard to. Uh, uh, to be perfect, and you expect yourself to be perfect at this time of year, and it's just not gonna. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. You know, you you have to build up uh, your game again, and and uh, obviously we have a foundation to work from. But you, you know, everything's not going to be as crisp as it is uh, halfway through the year, and and uh, and I think that uh, you can't get frustrated when when things aren't, uh, um, you know, at the standard that we had during playoffs. Right. Um, you know, you have to build up to that. So um, I think we have to work through some frustrations with that. Are you worried? No, I'm not worried. Hey, were you in uh, Fox Pro Sunday? Uh, yeah, every uh, yeah, every single guy was. The whole team, every guy went. Yep. Did you think it was? Did for a second? Did you ever stop? And you're a you're an assistant alternate captain now. You're a you're a leader. Did you ever stop and think that maybe it's too late for this kind of celebration? The season already started, and this kind of thing was supposed to be limited to the summertime. Uh, you know what? It's it's kind of a, a fine line. I, I didn't think there's anything wrong with it. I think uh, um, you know it's it's a real positive thing. Uh, you know that the Patriots were going to do for us. Uh, obviously, the timing worked out for their season to uh, right. uh, to do something like that. Just it, it was awesome. I mean, it just seemed like you just had to stop and remind yourself that you guys' season already started. Yeah, but I think you told us that the Claude pretty much said when uh, after opening night. You know, when the big ceremony at the Garden, that's it. Now we've turned the page. It's all about playing hockey going forward and winning another cup. And yet, a couple of days later, you show up at, in Foxborough. Did you hang out and get, like, a luxury box and all get, you know, did you run up, like, a $140,000 bar tab? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we uh, we watched the first drive down in the field. Uh, we walked up, had uh, uh, had some lunch, and then I think we were gone a couple couple minutes before halftime. And and you and you guys had a good time and didn't feel like it was excessive. Uh no, not at all. What's next? Yeah. You gonna do any? Is that was that it? Would that be the last celebration? The last cup celebration? 
Uh, it's the last thing with the cup, yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, there'll be plenty more team get-togethers, and we'll have right. a good time because uh, you know that's what we do. I mean, that's what uh, uh, helps build the team up. You know, so it'll, it won't be the last time that the team gets together and has fun and and uh, and does stuff like that. But I think that uh, you know, like like Claude said, you know, you, you turn the page on the cup, but you don't uh, dismiss it. I don't think you uh, you know forget about it. Is that bonding thing that galvanization uh, easier on the road, Andrew? Uh, yeah, to an extent. I mean, just because, uh, you know, everybody's obviously uh, together and you, you go for dinner every night you know, right. at home. Obviously, you're, you're having dinner with the family a lot more, trying to make up for the time that you're on the road. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's nice. I mean, especially for, you know, the couple of new guys that we have uh, on the team, just to get them, you know, more involved with, uh, uh, you know, with everybody. Because, you know, that, those are the guys that I feel bad for, you know, during the, mm. during the start of the season cup stuff. Because uh, uh, you know, it's just it's a little bit awkward. I saw, I heard uh, um, Barry Melrose. I think he's picking Chicago to win it all this year, because you know, last year they had the post Cup winning hangover, of, I guess, for lack of a better term. But all the issues that come with being the hunted and not the hunter. And he said, now this year they they bounce back and win again. Do you look at the the, the Blackhawks and say, you know, there's a team that I don't say couldn't handle success but had to deal with all the issues you're going to have to deal with for the next six months and it didn't work out um well they also lost uh, a lot of guys a bigger portion of their team i mean so i think it's it's not comparing the same thing i mean year to year i mean every team goes through different changes in their lineup um uh every team you know every team's different so you know i hate to paint any you know one thing with a big broad brush because it's just not the same situation um you know that's why uh you know, you don't just like to say every single team that you know wins is going to suffer Stanley Cup hangovers. Or it's just uh, every year is different. You know, I'm not a big uh, big guy that reaches back into into history and says just because it happened to them, it's going to happen to us. Right. You know, I think you make your own story, and and you know they're they're a different team than we were. You know, they're a good team, but uh, um, you know, but a different situation. So just because it happened to somebody else. Uh, you know, I, I just don't buy that it's going to happen to us. Andrew, sort of in that same vein, have you noticed the predicted more effort from the opponents in the first four games, more energy, because you are the Stanley Cup champion? They've been tough games for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, especially, uh, you know, the Colorado game at home. Uh, you know, they came out flying. Uh, you know, they had a young team. And, um, it, it's uh, it's it's uh, definitely tough. I mean, every every, every opponent is going to get up for you. and, and uh, um, But I think... You know, I think that you, you know, we had a, we had a standard as a, as a pretty good team in, in the league for the last few years, and that, you know, teams, um, you know, I think uh, would get up for the Boston games anyways, uh, you know, because of you know, you know, because of our success over the past few years. But uh, there's definitely, you know, you definitely expect a bump. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I know how I would play against, uh, you know, defending champs uh, uh, in past years, so yeah, it's it's going to be there for sure. Andrew, final question for me. Uh, during the offseason and as the Cup celebration was going on, the shortened offseason, a lot of people looked at Sagan and Marshan and said a couple of things. Wow, uh, they're having a very, very good time. Uh, how quickly they're going to be able to turn the page. Might there be a sophomore slump uh, for either one of these guys? And as it turns out, they're playing as well as anybody on the team. Were you ever a little bit worried or are you surprised by how well these guys are playing when mo- a lot of people said they might suffer a slump? Um. I'm not surprised by how well they're playing. I mean, I, you know, definitely there was I think uh, a few guys that that uh, talked with them after <laughs> after the after the season. Um, 
you know when they were when they were going pretty good there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know they're both uh, you know both actually really good character guys and, and and have some pretty good drive and, and unbelievable skill. So um, I, I can't say I'm surprised. I'm, I'm happy that they uh, that they took care of themselves uh, for the majority of the summer and and, and got ready. I mean. Uh, as soon as I saw Sagan, you know, when we came for training camp, uh, I knew I knew we were uh, uh, we were in for a good year from him. I mean, he he uh, was absolutely ripped. I mean, he he was a kid last year and he came back. Uh, uh, you know, he, he he bulked up. He looked he looked more like a man. So it uh, really we were in for good things with him. So uh, it was it was great. And Marshawn's got a a killer attitude. I mean, he he uh, uh, as you can tell, he plays on the ice. He's not going to. Uh, um, you know, give up on anything. Do you know who Wally Pip is? Wally Pip? Yeah. No. He's the guy that Lou Gehrig replaced, you know. Because of an injury. Out sick one day, and Lou Gehrig took his place in the next 2,130 straight games. Gehrig. I've heard of that. Yeah. So any guy who loses his job to someone who might turn out to be, you know, a star, or Lou Gehrig is Wally Pip. Could David Krejci be Wally Pip? Uh, no, David Krejci. I, I, I never saw Wally Pitt play. <laughs> David Krejci <laughs> is a is a unbelievable hockey player. <laughs> he's uh he's definitely a very important part uh, of our team. So uh, uh, I think everybody everybody firmly agree that we we, we definitely need him. Extremely, ex- you know, too extreme. That's for sure. And Sagan can just keep doing what he did the other night on whatever line he ends up on. I think uh, Sagan's such a dynamic player. I think he can he can play anywhere, and and uh, um, you know he, he uh, you know he's still young. I mean, obviously obviously he's gonna you know learn so much more as the year goes on. But uh, um, I, I'm excited to watch him. I don't I don't care who he plays with. Uh, Andrew, given the culture of the National Hockey League, and in particular the Boston Bruins, what exactly would happen if you went into the locker room for some repairs in the middle of a period? And found some teammates in there drinking beer and eating fried chicken and playing video you games. You act like he's never had that. You know, has that ever happened? <laughs> what would happen, Andrew? Uh, it's never happened. I, <laughs> uh, you can't even imagine it, can you? Uh, no, not really. It, it, uh, it, it's a, it's a funny story. It, but it's a, it's a completely, completely different culture having. Uh, uh, you know, having the same trainers that uh, work for us and for for baseball. You know, you hear about the differences in, in the, the sports culture. Oh yeah, they're much tougher than you guys, and, and they're to the extreme. <laughs> it's, it's a very different. Uh, it's, it's just a different sport. It's a, it's a completely different mindset. Would it be a stretch to say that there'd be some rolling around on the carpet if you found teammates doing that? Uh, well, no, they just wouldn't be there. <laughs> I mean. It's, it's unimaginable to a hockey player, Jerry. Yeah. You can't even picture it. I could picture the beer part. You know, <laughs> but, you know, maybe. Well, after the game, maybe. But it's just, uh, yeah, it, it just wouldn't happen. But it's your job as a captain to, to, you know, to restore order if you found something like that, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I can't put myself in a position. I just don't, you know, we we have a pretty firm. If you're If you're not playing, if you're hurt or if you're injured or uh, a healthy scratch, uh, you spend the first period, um, you know, working out with our, our strength coach, you know, riding the bike, doing a weight program. Um, if you're injured, you're, you're doing that on top of getting treatment from the trainers. And then for the second and third period, you're expected to be up uh, on the press level and you watch the game 
uh, on from the second and third floor, or uh, sorry, second third period uh, for the ninth floor. Mm-hmm. So it's just what you do. That's just the routine that everybody, no matter if you're, you know, a healthy scratch or a first line guy that's hurt. That's just the way it is. All right, Andrew. Good luck this week. We'll talk to you next Friday. Andrew, uh, we should also point out is uh, very much involved in advancing the um, the recognizability of the adaptive sports and recreation program at the Spalding. Uh, Adaptive Sports and Recreation Program provides Spalding patients, former patients, and disabled members of the community with access to a range of therapeutic recreational activities. If uh, you or someone you know might take advantage of that, here's the phone number, 617-573-7000. We'll talk to you next Friday, Andrew. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good week. Andrew Ferentz with Dennison Callahan on the AT&T Hotline, the official wireless provider of the Stanley Cup champion Boston Bruins, brought to you by davestop5.com, an online directory of outstanding local business. If you're a local business, why use the yellow pages when you can be found on davestop5.com? Check it out today, davestop5.com. No no Canadian is ever going to know Wally Pip is. You know, they're just not. Yeah. And, hell, Wes Welker didn't know, right? Wes he Walker, did not know. Well, no, he had Wes no Walker idea. Wes Walker wasn't sure who Lou Gehrig was. <laughs> focused on his job. It rang a bell. Uh, yeah, it but, rang a bell, but, but he couldn't put his finger on it. No, we, to be fair to Wally, the Wally Clement Pip, he was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He was pretty good. He played 1,872 games in the majors. He led the league in home runs, Dino, twice in 1916 and 1917. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what his How many did he hit? total was um, in 1917? Uh, 12. That's a good guess, Mita, because that was his total in 1916. In 1917, wow. he, went he, crazy led, with 15. he led the league with nine wow. home runs. He had Man. 12 triples and nine home runs. J.D. Drew would seem pretty good in <laughs> that, that, that era. He led the, the dead league, ball. He led the league in 1924 with 19 triples. And uh, he played 1,872 games, never played another position. Played really? every single game. So he was a fast base. guy, apparently, right? Uh, first base. I yeah, guess. but a fast guy. Uh, led the league in triples. No, but every – yeah. Well, I don't know. Everybody hit a lot of triples. I think Babe Ruth hit a lot of triples. He was 6'1", 180, and uh, had a decent career. A career 281 hitter. What would Carl Crawford get for that? OBP of 341. Uh-huh. Whoa. He'd be worth 142 million <laughs> at least. <laughs> wasn't that wasn't that telling that Ferrans couldn't even imagine what happens in the Red Sox clubhouse happening in the Bruins dressing room? And he's dealt. I know he hasn't dealt with that problem, but he's dealt with some crazy people. Sure, sure. Hockey players, they're nuts. He couldn't even make it, himself picture it to respond as to what we would do if we found that's that. That's not what he, he was. He was afraid to offend somebody because oh, if he so. commented on it, like I would never allow that. That's an indictment A of the Red Sox. Slam of the Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah, you you could read between or hear between the lines when he said we share the same trainers and they tell stories about right. how those guys just train. Look, I mean, do you ever see? Has there ever been an NHL player in the history of the league who looked like Matt Albers? Uh no. <laughs> well, maybe mean, a goaltender, Gumper. The Gumper, Gumper might have been no. a little Gumper pudgy. Be a fat goalie, like a really fat doughy. Well, I mean, huge fat, but you know, a little little rotund, a little robust. Maybe they got that Eucalyptus type body, but there's no one who looks like Matt Albers. We'll take a timeout. Phone call straight ahead. On the other side, Dino, we have Jed Hoyer sound to comment on the Red Sox Ooh, situation. Excellent. Interesting perspective.